Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored, presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, however you're listening or watching. Just take a quick second right now. I'm waiting. I'll wait. I'll wait for you. Just click on that subscribe button, and then you're good to go. Then, if you're able, go ahead and share it with your friends. Got a great show today. We're going to get into some amazing, crazy, weird headlines, including one that involves a cat that's going to lead to a divorce. I guarantee it, but we'll get into that, plus some other amazing stories. But first, do yourself and your family and your friends a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. They got amazing hot sauce. I just put some Especial Roja on my eggs that my wonderful wife made me this morning. She made me an omelet. I taught her how, and um, it was amazing. So good. I, In fact, it was to the point where after I was done eating the omelet with the the Burns and McCoy on it, I was like, I, I, I need more Burns and McCoy. So I, I was like, what else could I do? So I ate a tortilla with uh, some hot sauce on it, nothing else. And then what else did I eat? I ate something else too. And I was like, I have a problem. I'm addicted to Burns and McCoy. And if you haven't tried it, you need to go out and check it out. Burns and McCoy, they don't just have amazing hot sauces, though. They got salsas, dressings, mustards, margarita mix, Bloody Mary mix. It's all amazing. Burns and McCoy is a family-run business. Their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. Food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. They're available at all grocery stores in the front range, or check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. I hope you guys are doing great, blocking out all the haters. That happens on a regular basis, right? We're always confronted with these these negative entities in our life, right? And I'm going to veer off onto this real quick. And I wasn't really planning on it, but I'm going there anyway. There's always those people that you run into that just, you're like, why, why are you even saying that? You don't need to be hate. Don't spread the hate. We've talked about it. That being said, it's easy to do. Sometimes you're in a mood and you just like, you can't help but be negative. I get it. That happens to all of us. But then there's people that just do it all the time. And you're like, yeah, there's something broken in there, right? So the reason I bring this up is somebody I know that's essentially in my family got their feelings hurt when they listened to my podcast. They did, guys. I know. Oh, they got their feelings hurt because I said a few, well, more than a few big boy words. That were curse words. I know. I I don't I don't get it. Apparently I fucking curse. I don't know. But guess what? Everybody on the fucking planet, for the most part, uses those words. We're all grown ups here, right? And they try to say that I'm leaning towards uh, you know, being somebody that I'm not. Listen, I gotta be honest. This is the most most authentic person you will find on a podcast platform or on a radio platform. I'm talking to you like I would talk to you out in the street. And anybody that knows me knows that's how I talk. This is how I talk. Okay? So quit being a pussy about it and let's move on. And a few people that I shared this story with said the same thing. Then don't fucking listen, you pussy. Anyway, if those negative people come into your life today, just smile and walk away because all they do is just bring down the room. Let's try to be happy and be real 
How about that? Real. My God, what is that? Bunch of negative Nancys. Jeez. Anyway, a good thing that happened this weekend before we get into these headlines is my daughter had her first basketball game. And if you've ever watched six-year-olds play basketball, it's amazing. <laughs> I didn't... At, for the first like five seconds, I was like irritated. The one thing that I was teaching my daughter, I was like, you got to know how to dribble. Shooting, it's a little easier than learning to dribble. I was like, you got to master dribbling because, you know, you don't want to be the kid that can shoot but can't dribble. I'd rather you be a, a not so good shooter, but you can dribble. I don't know if that even makes sense to anybody that's great at basketball, but that's the way I was looking at it. So I've been teaching her how to dribble, and she's a great dribbler. So she, the game starts, and kids dribbled it like, like for two seconds, and then they're just running around like it's rugby. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is this? And at first, I was like, oh, this irritates me. But then I was like, this is so amazing. I wish basketball was kind of like this. <laughs> It was fun. And all that stress of me going, is she going to be a good dribbler? It just went away because I was like, it doesn't matter. Apparently, it doesn't matter. And thankfully, the ref wasn't going to be like a stickler for the rules. Be like, oh, that's a travel. Oh, double dribble. No, they didn't care. They're like, it's kids. Jeez. There's one kid that ran around with the ball for about 15 seconds. Not once did he even attempt, attempt to dribble. It was great, but the moment of pride for me came when my daughter, my sweet, beautiful, tiny daughter, at the age of six, she was told to stop what she was doing because she shut down the offense of her opponent. Now, I don't know if it's, a, it's an ongoing rule, but she literally, by herself, made the other team stop. Because she was just locked in trying to steal the ball. And I, maybe there is a rule that you can't steal a ball in this age group for basketball. But it was amazing. Because until they called that, she literally shut them down. It was amazing. Like this moment where my wife and I look at each other and we almost start to cry. We're like, oh my God, we are so proud of her. She is kicking ass and she literally stopped them they didn't know what to do they're all what the hell did we do with this she's trying to steal the ball and if you ever see my daughter she's this tiny little thing and she fucking dominated it was so amazing i was so excited and it, they that her team won like there's something crazy so some crazy score i think it was like 20 six to 10 or something like that. Cause they, they do a weird shoot thing at the end too, is where everybody lines up and shoots for like a minute. You know, if you get those baskets, they count towards the game. It's really fucking weird. I'm learning a lot about, uh, little kid sports. There's a lot of weird stuff that to be honest, they need to get rid of because it just confuses the kids when they try to learn about sports by watching professionals or college. Well, this is kind of, professional when you look at college sports too but it's like don't screw the rules up that much it's very confusing and it's very confusing to me as a parent be like i don't know why they do that in your group and i'll tell you this my daughter was so pissed off 
that the refs made her stop playing defense and stealing the ball. This is what she said. And keep in mind, my daughter talks with her hands, especially when she's upset and trying to make a point. And she gets very serious and very clear. She's like, I don't like that they said I couldn't take the ball away from the other team. It doesn't make any sense. We're not babies. And the whole time she's like talking with her hands. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. I was so proud of her. I was like, don't worry. You'll move on to another league like next year or something. And hopefully you'll be able to steal it because she she has that good defensive gene. And I, I love it. Hey, by the way, uh, the Denver Broncos smashed the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. And it was just a great performance. And, you know, it re-energized Broncos country, and that's great, but do it again. That's all I can say, Broncos, is I love it. You're pissed off that everybody's down on you. Oh, everybody's against us. Yeah, we want you to do great every single week. We want to see a great game plan every single week, Pat Shermer. Do it again. Make all of us who picked against you eat our words do it again they take on the eagles next then they got a bye week do it again i'm not ready to say you're playoff bound not do it again make us all shut up make all those people that are just wearing the orange orange colored glasses to go you guys are all idiots i've been there from the get-go okay that's fine live in reality that the Broncos weren't playing well. Do it again. Make us shut up. Do it again. Think you can. Just do it again. Anyway, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> All right, this is a wild story that I... I found I actually found it last week but I didn't get a chance to get to it but a guy on Reddit was telling a story about how he's now married to this lady but when he was 6 years ago when he was dating his girlfriend he swapped out her cat like I guess you joke around about this like if like if your kid's pet dies or something like that and then you try to swap it out but that's more of like tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, I'll do it. But I can't, I've never actually heard of anybody doing this. So, allegedly, six years ago, this horrible all-black cat was very aggressive. It scratched everyone, hissed at everyone, didn't use the litter box half the time, which is, that's, I gotta be honest, that sounds like bad ownership, right? Doesn't it? I've never had a cat crap everywhere. The only thing is if it's a male cat and it's not neutered, it's going to try to spray. I'll get into that story here in a second. But that sounds like bad ownership. Anyway, so the, the girlfriend at the, at the time, now wife, insisted that she could get it to behave better. But it never actually happened. So one day, she leaves to go out of town for a week to visit her family. And so the dude was like, I'll feed your cat for you. The little hell's angel, whatever it is, cat, I'll feed it. So 
he, this is according to this guy. The first night I went over, it scratched the shit out of my arm. I joked to the cat that it, it's not special and I'll replace it if, it if it scratches me again. The joke stuck with me until I had thought about it enough that it wasn't actually a joke anymore. So the next morning, he went to the local animal shelter, found an identical cat who was already litter, bro- litter box trained and liked people, was good around people, but was a little skittish. But overall, it was a lot friendlier and better behaved. Hmm. And the skittishness would actually help it resemble the original cat. So he adopted it, took it to his wife's apartment to settle in, then drove the original Hellcat to another animal shelter a couple towns over because he didn't want his soon-to-be wife to find out. He says, it's been six years since then. We got married four years ago. We still have the swapped-out cat. It answers to the original cat's name. My wife knows nothing. She loves this cat and brags about how much better behaved it is. Every time I see it, I feel like a total piece of shit. (laughs) That's according to this guy who remains nameless. And here's the thing. While I am impressed with the, gosh, secret mission that you carried out like a freaking special ops, like I would never think to do this. But you did it, and you fooled her. In fact, two years after you switched out her cat, For another one, you got married to her. And each day you look at that cat and you feel awful, as you should. Because you lied so bad to your now wife. That's awful. Eventually, this is going to come out. And depending on her personality, it's going to go only one of two ways. She's either going to laugh about it and be like, oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) or the more realistic version is you fucking pile of shit. I can't believe you lied to me. This is how our, our marriage started is with a giant lie. You replaced our animal that we had together. What's going to happen if we have children? Are you going to replace the child because it's well, uh, not well behaved. Wow. This is, has divorce written all over it. It eats him away every single day because he knows he did something awful. Am I wrong in this? I don't think I am. I feel like with every day that he looks at that cat and he feels awful, that it's well-deserved. I, I, I can't imagine doing that. That being said, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. So back in the day when I was about 17 years old, we had a cat named Junior. He looked identical to my, uh, our, our cat that we used to have. Uh, it was an orange Tomcat, cool, cool cat, indoor, outdoor cat. And it was my brother's cat and he refused to get it neutered. So when boy cats get to a certain point, they try to mark their territory. So they start spraying everywhere. That's, if you don't know, that's where they try to mark their territory and by peeing on it. And it's a disgusting smell. So one day I come home from school. And, and, and listen, my mom 
everybody talked to my brother about it. They're like, dude, you got to get him neutered, and hopefully this will correct the problem. And he just didn't do it. He wouldn't do it. And for one reason or another, he was like 18, and I don't really blame him on that. So eventually, I come home from school or work or something like that, and I go to sit on my bed, and I just lay in a pile of pee. Yeah, cat pee. It stunk. And if you've ever been around that, you know how potent that is. So I'm like, this is garbage. And my mom was just at her wit's end with it, too. And she's like, what should we do? I was like, let's go drop it off in another neighborhood. I was like, I'm sick and tired. We'll just say it ran away. And my mom and I did a bad thing. We didn't kill it. No. God, no. We just dumped it off in the middle of nowhere. In fact, I got lost <laughs> coming back. I was like, where the hell are we? Because back then, we didn't have GPS. So I drove, I don't even know how far away, right? It's like six miles or more. Really far away. So the cat's missing. Wink, wink. And then one day, after about two weeks of being gone, we come at home as a family from, like, say, a family dinner. We went out to eat or something like that. And then we look, we look on the front porch, and who's waiting there? Junior. Oh, my brother is so happy. <laughs> He's like, oh, Junior, you're back. I missed you, buddy. My mom's jaw was just hanging open. She's like, <gasps> and I'm like, how the hell is he back? And my brother's like, what does that mean? And then we're like, oh, my God. And we had to tell him the truth. My brother goes and gets him neutered because he realized the extent of the drama that it was causing because we went to those lengths to get rid of him. He gets neutered, and like five days later, the cat wanders off. This is not us. He wanders off and has never been seen again. <laughs> I feel awful about it, but listen, I'm an open book. I'm telling you these honest things. It was a horrible thing we did. I regret doing it. Yes, I've apologized a million times, hopefully, to my brother. But, come on, just neuter the cat, because that's disgusting. Speaking of the dis disgusting, did you see the astronauts who are going to depart the International Space Station? I believe this week, they're going to be uh, stuck using diapers on the way home because the capsule has a broken toilet. NASA astronaut Megan MacArthur described the situation as suboptimal, <laughs> but manageable. And she wrote, spaceflight is full of lots of little challenges. This is just one more that we'll encounter and take care of, of the mission. So we're not too worried about it. I think this is more shocking to people like you and me. There's no situation where I believe that I would have to in my life right now, that I would have to go, yeah, I, I'll probably have to wear diapers in this situation. I didn't, God, could you imagine being the person, by the way, that broke the toilet? Hey, uh, guys, yeah, Todd? Um, you know that toilet that we were going to use to go back to Earth? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I broke it. What, Todd? God damn it, Todd, what'd you do? Uh, Carl over there is the one that was making those peppers, and we had Mexican food last night. It was a, it was a Taco Tuesday. What do you think's going to happen, Taco Tuesday in space? I broke the toilet. I'm sorry. You're going to all have to wear diapers uh, going back. Could you imagine when you get back? 
opening that capsule. You're like, oh my God, it smells like a daycare in here. Anyway, I don't think that's that big of a deal, though, to be honest. You're in space. Like she said, it's just one of those things you just got to deal with. Who cares? I, but hopefully I'm never in that situation where I have to use a, an adult diaper. I don't want that ever to happen to me. But there's a good chance it will. And you better hope that whoever's around you is more than willing <laughs> to change your diaper. Because I don't think my wife is. I don't think she is. Uh, listen, I'll wipe your butt. I guess that's fine. Uh, if, if you're my family. I'm not going to be happy about it. I'll tell you that much. Probably do it once or twice, then I'll realize, be like, I'll, I'll get five extra jobs so I don't have to wipe your butt anymore. <laughs> anyway, I already did my time. I had two kids. They're well done with potty training. One of the happiest moments of my life is when I didn't have to change a diaper. This is a weird story coming in from right around Toronto. There was a, a robbery where at least two suspects busted into a rural property and stole a truck containing $90,000 worth of skin condoms and accessories. Now, I'm curious, like, did they steal that on purpose? Or was that like an accidental, like, just steal this truck and let's see what we get? They open it up and there's a bunch of condoms. Was that like their original heist plan? I just can't imagine that. It's probably a bunch of guys that have, like, never actually seen a naked woman and they're like we're totally gonna use all these condoms <laughs> totally once i graduate and get my own car i'm gonna i'm gonna use all these condoms it's just weird like that would that be your game plan like guys you know you get the you know mission impossible music going like okay you're gonna go over here you're gonna distract the security guard Meanwhile, I'm going to ha hack into the mainframe. I'm going to disable the cameras. And then you're going to hotwire the vehicle. Meanwhile, I'll go over here. I'll take care of these guards. And then we steal the $90,000 worth of skin condoms and accessories. It's a foolproof plan. That's just, that's, that's a dumb thing to get arrested for. Could you imagine that? What are you in for? I uh, stole $90,000 worth of condoms and accessories. Ooh, bad boy. God, so dumb. What a dumb thing to get in trouble for. $90,000 worth of condoms. Stupid idiots. It's going to, when we find out who eventually did this, you're going to see a picture of them. You're going to be like, you are such a, you are a tool. Don't do that. And it's guys. I guarantee you, I put so much money down. Now, I don't gamble, but I'd put, I'd put all my money in on the fact that it's guys because women aren't dumb enough to steal $90,000 worth of condoms and accessories. Curious what the accessories are. I really want to know. I should have done research on that. What are the accessories? Well, we don't need to get into that. I don't need anybody getting offended again. We don't need that. You and I both know this, okay? People are sensitive little flowers. We got to handle them with gentle gentle clubs it's okay sweet pea we'll get through this all right we got some more headlines coming up including including one where having a death party and i kind of agree with it 
But first, since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, you can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to terrapincarestation.com or come visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They have an incredibly friendly and professional staff who will help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. Whether if it's in one of their dispensaries or just around town, you'll always feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you with Terrapin, not just because you love weed, but because at Terrapin, weed loves you back. Terrapin, flower to the people. Boom, you're welcome. This is Chris Fuseli, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know most people go home for the holidays. Me, I stay at the Blake Street Tavern, where there's always a holiday party happening. Don't worry, you still have time to book your bash. With 18,000 square feet and six separate rooms, we can span the spectrum from intimate gatherings to mega corporate events. Call us at 303-675-0505 and we'll get you all the info you need. It's a story of Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake, where Denver rings in the holidays. All right, so there was a woman that she organized a death party at her house with five of her closest friends after hearing about her stalker's death, okay? This is a very interesting story. So she was being stalked by this guy. This guy would show up at random places, make threats, all these horrible things. I've never been stalked, thankfully. But I know people that have, and it's extremely scary. So she and her friends had essentially an excuse to get together and and have some drinks. But when she mentioned this to some of her other friends that weren't invited, maybe that's the problem, they said that she was an asshole for toasting to her boogeyman being dead. Okay? They said it was super distasteful and gross and vindictive to take joy into that. So here's my thing with that. So this guy would show up outside her work, other random places. It was scary. She went to the cops. She had to move apartments, switching jobs, getting a new car, changing her up her usual places to try to put a stop to it. Didn't really work. And then she was just scared and didn't feel safe. It had been over a year since she had sh- uh, since that guy showed up, and finally, one of her friends found an obituary and realized that the guy died. He was young and healthy. So it was a little bit of a shock, I guess, in a sense. So some of her friends were worried when she found out that she'd have some complicated emotions in regards to this. But honestly, she said, the only thing I felt about the news was a lot of relief. And I can only imagine if you put yourself into her shoes, if the dude goes to jail, he's eventually going to get out. Most likely. So you're going to have that fear and anxiety of like when you get the news that, hey, he's either been released or is about to be released and be like, oh, shit, he's coming after me or or whatever. But the fact that he died, it's like. Now, that being said, according to this, he didn't actually harm her physically, but anybody that knows with people that are mentally unstable is that can just happen. So I'm not against this lady i feel like it's 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 a natural 
reaction. And anybody that's judging her is not really putting themselves in her position. If you're constantly scared because somebody is watching you, following you, making threats to you, you're, you're scared out of your, your mind. The fact that she changed up her routine, she moved, she changed her car, all these things to try to, to get away from this guy. And then he dies, and then she's like, let's have a death party because <laughs> I am excited and happy and relieved. I don't blame her one bit. Good for her. Oh, I, I think those friends that didn't like the fact that you, you had a party are probably a little bent that they didn't get invited. That's probably more of the situation, right? If somebody was stalking me or somebody in my family, then I found out that that person died, I'd be like, well, well, you, let's be honest. That would be a relief. I'd be happy about it. It's sad when people die. I get it. I get it. That's a natural part of life. But if, if that person is causing trauma, yeah, come on, man. Get out. Sorry. Uh, I don't know if I want to get into this one. This is kind of a weird one. I guess it's somewhat of an old story, but I had no idea. And then somebody just wrote an article about it again. David Joyner. He's the guy that used to play Barney, the dinosaur, from 1991 to 2001. So guess what he did when he retired? He set up and owns his own tantric sex business. I'm not going to get too much into this. So he spent a decade entertaining children, and now he's all about teaching women uh, his new focus, which is um, you know relieving stress, unblocking energy through tantric sex okay i don't feel i feel uncomfortable talking more about this because there was some stuff that he was getting into and i'm like oh listen this is the huff uncensored but uh i feel dirty <laughs> talking about it but good for them good for him it's not a negative thing it's bringing happiness to people and um a lot of what he was saying when it comes to tantric is that's all love-based and centered so it's not a bad thing while people will just automatically put it into that category of a dirty type situation. <laughs> it's like good for him. Like if you're bringing happiness, that's fine. And it's all love centric. Okay. All right. But that being said, I'm going to move on and uh, we're going to wrap up with this one. Fancy, a fancy restaurant, you know, the salt Bay, you know, that dude that like, cuts his meat like really aggressively and whatever and he wears those dorky circle glasses and then he rolls the salt down off his forearm he has a london restaurant that serves that golden giant tomahawk steak which is ridiculous guess how much that costs one thousand nine hundred and seventy five dollars that's ridiculous I don't know why anybody would pay for that. That's just rich people eating rich stuff. And I've actually read some reviews from people that actually have been there, and they say his, his food tastes mediocre. And I could totally see that. That's just rich people just wanting to spend money and say, I, sp I bought a $2,000 steak. No, no. <laughs> oh, God. But here's what's crazy. So he has an ad out looking for a chef. He needs a chef. Guess how much he wants to pay that chef? 
Any guesses? No, no, yeah, no, close. $16 an hour. You're selling steaks for $2,000 a piece. That's probably not even counting the sides. Oh, you want uh, Brussels sprouts? Mm, That's an extra $30, I'm sure. So $16 an hour to be a chef there. Dude, come on. You're going to get what you pay for on that. And that kind of gives you some insight of the quality of his product. That it's probably not that good. Because $16 an hour, that's entry level. So, and he also wrote in the ad that the wage could increase to $18 an hour plus tips. Now, I will say you probably will get some decent tips that you share with everybody. But $16 an hour, even $18 an hour, that's ridiculous. You're getting somebody that doesn't know enough about cooking. And you're just wanting somebody that is just eager to be a chef, to have the title. It's ridiculous. That being said, I'd love, love to try one of those $2,000 steaks just to see. It'd be like, what does it taste like? It's wrapped in gold? Okay. That's interesting. I just love, would love to see that. Is it, am my poo going to be golden? The golden poo. Next on Dove Uncensored. Wow. All right. Let's put a bow on this thing. <laughs> Ending with golden poo. You're welcome. Uh, remember, haters going to hate. And if, if somebody's going to get their feelings hurt around you, maybe they're just not good to be around. And if they want to be a negative Nancy, go ahead. Just remember, don't be a pussy today, okay? Uh, my daughter is going to be the next NBA All-Star uh, in about 10 years, I imagine. Actually, about 15 years. Denver Broncos smashed the Cowboys, and that makes me happy. Don't swap out your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband's or wife's animal with a different animal because it's just horrible. And the fact that you would look at that animal on a daily basis and you're reminded of how awful you are, you deserve that. But don't ever do that. That's stupid. It's not that big of a deal that astronauts are wearing diapers. I'd... I'd, I know it sounds crazy, but hey, listen, somebody bet. The, could you imagine like you're coming on the flight home? You'd be like, all right, uh, Houston, we're on our way home. Uh, it's got a little rough here. Uh, by the way, Todd says uh, get those wet wipes ready. Remember, Tuesday was taco night. Mm, fucking Todd. Don't steal $90,000 worth of condoms and accessories. Just be a dumb thing to go to prison for. And you're going to go to prison for that. <laughs> like, that's like the worst thing. What are you in here for? You know, assault and battery. What are you in here for? You know, uh, you know, I robbed a bank. What are you in here for? Uh, I stole $90,000 worth of condoms. And accessories. What are the accessories? Uh, death parties. In that situation, if somebody stalks you for years and then they finally die, yeah. I expect you to be happy about that. Sorry. It's truth. Next time you see Barney the dinosaur, just remember, he's really into tantric sex. Okay? Good for him. And the salt bay is kind of a dick who wants to underpay his 
chefs because he probably has a mediocre product. But I'll never know because I'm not actually over there tasting it. So if he, uh, I'm extending uh, an olive branch of a piece. And uh, in exchange, uh, you can invite me over there, Salt Bay, and I'll give you an honest review. It's not going to happen, but I'm putting it out there, out into the world. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you have a great day. Keep out those negative, uh, those negative vibes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Just click on that subscribe button. Then share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Burns and McCoy. Check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. Thank you so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go If you're downtown Denver, go check them out at 23rd and Blake. And Terrapin Care Station, terrapincarestation.com, T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N, carestation.com for some amazing cannabis products. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.